podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome. Uh, this is Mike Lee on the Spurs Show. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, two guests with us this evening in our trendy Shoreditch studio. There we are. Uh, firstly, both, both gentlemen, uh, lovely to have them back. Firstly, the comedian, Mr. Mark Lechero. Hello. Good lovely evening. to see you, Mark. Thank you Thanks, so much for coming yeah. back. And the, well, I think last week we had him radio, but now TV producer, Simon Mayhew Archer. Hello. Lovely to be back. Nice to be back. It was the last, I'm trying to think of you on it was last season... It's quite early on. You're a very busy man. I know that. Trying to get you on the show. <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we've, we've, got, we've got you back anyway. Well, lots to talk about. Um, obviously, we've got to talk about the uh, win yesterday against Stoke and the uh, draw, uh, but ultimate kind of defeat against Ghent and then looking forward. Um, and I think we really need to start on that match, really, because it was... Um, kind of define the rest of the week and how important yesterday was. And Mark, obviously you, I mean, I don't know if it's a record, but you, you were telling me off air that you've, you've seen Spurs in the last 11 games. No. 11 yeah, days. 11 days. Four, four different times, grounds. Four different grounds. And I think, seeing that there are only about 900 Spurs fans out in Ghent, there's probably only five or 600 people have ever right. done that. Yeah. Out of all the hundreds of thousands that have watched Spurs over the years. So, so there's obviously, so if Belgium, anyone, Fulham, and Wembley and, and White Hart Lane. Lane. Yeah. I've, I've watched them in, on two different TVs in that time. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a real fan in the room and there's, a, there's an armchair one. Well, I think we should start on last week's show, ably hosted by Theo Delaney. Because um, basically the conversation on the Spurs show last week when they were discussing the game that's now been was pretty much, we want to win, but glorious failure. We, we, we don't want to carry on this competition Basically, they were worried there was too many games still to play and that would affect our league run and FA Cup run and fatigue, etc. Now, and rightly so, a lot of Spurs fans were sort of up in arms about this. Why would you want Spurs to be knocked out? And I think looking at the team that Pochettino put out, Simon, and obviously historically he's never favoured the cup competitions, he put out our strongest team possible and you can kind of see by how down the players and manager and a lot of fans were, that this kind of meant something. There was a real chance to actually, forget about how many games, it's the same for the other teams, a real chance to win that trophy. Yeah, totally. And I think that's what made it so disappointing to, to go out. Mm. Because you think, it's also the, the concerning thing is that we do still look, you know, even though it was a, a, a good performance, we do still look a little lost on that big pitch at Wembley. And it's whether playing their next season will will get used to it, or whether we will have. We kind of got to, haven't we? Well, this <laughs> well, be, a, be a long old season next that's, season. Yeah, that's the fear. But you can't. It's a, I was thinking on the way here that you know, previous times when I've been on, I've always come with usually some sort of bugbear or something to moan about. You know, despite going out to Ghent, I don't have anything to complain about with this Tottenham team. Mm. I just love Pochettino. I have confidence and fa- you know, he makes. Sort of slightly curious decisions from time to time. Slightly concerned about Janssen. It looks like he's well. It's quite clearly doesn't rate given up fact that even we'll, we'll get onto the Stoke game. But I thought that was know. a bit of an insult bringing him on for like ninety seconds mm. at Wembley. Really, I mean, 
Yeah. It's cute. I find it strange what's because everything you know, all the articles I read in the you know when we signed him, they all emphasise how hard working he is, how much it means to him, how much he wants to make an impact. Mm. And usually that's the sort you you think, well, that sounds right up Poch's alley, but. But did we want a hard-working striker? We just wanted, I thought, a poacher or whatever who could put the ball in it. And, and it was... Look, no Spurs fans moaned when we bought him. For the simple fact, we've been crying out for years to get another bloody striker in mm, yeah. uh, because of Harry Kane and Harry Kane getting injured. But obviously, he got injured this season. Um, so I think most fans, obviously... I think this whole thing's up. We had the whole Sodado, Sodado thing, hmm. whereby player, you know, big reputation, didn't make it. Another one comes in, not a big reputation, but had had one good season. But the thing is that he looked like he'd be a Harry Kane type mm. and I think that was the key like I remember when when we bought Vaughan and and he was becoming the second choice keeper over Friedel and everyone said well that would be good because it means that Poch can carry on playing his sort of higher line because Vaughan's much quicker off his line than, than Friedel is and in, in the same way I thought well you don't have to change your style of play too much mm. if you put Janssen in for Kane mm. it's just he can't run and he can't score. Well, he basically said in, tra- <laughs> I mean, he basically said in the press conference uh, this week, after I can't remember which game, that he basically hinted he's not doing it in training, not doing enough of training to warrant playing, which mm. is fair enough. And I mean, you know, going back to Thursday's game, Son had a great game. He always looks like um, when he Son comes looks on, really, really good. And uh, I mean, what, what, what did you think? Um, I mean, obviously you were out in Ghent. Um, you were touched on that. You had, you had a good time out there, apart from the yeah. abject uh, but they, performance. They were the, 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 the whole staff. I mean, they were taking the mick, the, the crowd songs. They were singing Wembley. Wembley. They couldn't mm. wait. Couldn't wait. To get over And here. you kind of knew that was a problem when we lost 1-0. They're, yeah. they're going to be so up for this. And this is going to happen next season in the league yeah. games. Mm. And you know. um, I'm, I'm slightly... Even we went on a boat trip the next day and even the boat driver was taking the mix right. about beating Tottenham last night. <laughs> and just couldn't get away from it. <laughs> but one thing about Ghent people, what we did find out, because I, I was saying they, they'd constantly been conquered over the centuries mm. and they got fed up, the men folk got fed up with it and they called the noose men. Right, uh, Gentian men, right. and they used to when there was a new rule of a new king came mm. took the castle. They'd turn up at the gates with nooses round their necks, and they'd say, "You might as well hang us now because we're not going to kneel down in front of you lot." So get right. and basically they just like mingled and and mm. got on with it. That's how hard they were, right. and that's what they did to us. Probably <laughs> some of the greatest research ever on the Spurs show in the last nine ten years. And I'm getting Flanders history. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but anyway, so you, so go back to Thursday's game. It was a really strong lineup. Great start, early goal, crowd were up for it. And then again, you know, I know our defensive record so good. A really sort of weak, typical Spurs. We just go, oh, for God's sake, sort of, you know, people not being picked up and one all. And then you immediately go, we now need three. And you yeah. kind of sort of thought, well, you know, we're playing well, we could do this. But obviously, then what happened, Simon, was the, the sort of the red mist with Deli Ali, who, who obviously thought he should have got a foul, lost his, you know, you know, angry, lunged in. It was a straight red. And that kind of really was for any sort of most sort of Spurs fans thought, that's it, That's, game yeah. over. Would you, yeah. would you, would you, how, how did you think when that happened? Yeah, I mean, I was the thing that my heart sank because it meant that for the next three days we were going to hear the same old boring cliche about, oh, he's got that bit of devil in his game and mm. he wouldn't be the same without it. It's like, it's a, it was a bad challenge, but players make them all the time. 
Mm. It's just because he's really good and he's got that little bit of niggle to him that mm. people leap on it. I, you know, I didn't, I, I, I couldn't get too worked up with him about it. It was annoying at the time, but then the bigger concern was I thought, well, we're going to be run ragged on that Wembley pitch and it's going to come back to bite us against Stoke and then... But we did exactly. We looked really <laughs> strong, Mark, didn't we? I mean, we kept going forward. We got the goal after an hour. Wanyama, fantastic goal. Mm. Barely talks about because of what happened to Deli Ali and also Claudio Ranieri in the same night. Barely talks about by anyone. That Great goal by him. Finally, Wanyama scores a goal. Yeah. Mm. You know, he was turning yeah, into another goal. kind of Zakora that he just was never going to really put the ball in there. That's harsh. You know, that's you can, harsh. <laughs> to put Wanyama in with Zakora. Oh. Well, I just remember Zakora at Wembley against Chelsea. It yes. just came into my head. Yeah. There were so many uh, missed chances. A lot of times, uh, Walker seems desperate for goal on Thursday and yesterday. Yeah. He keeps hitting these angled shots yeah. in the post. Mm. And okay, he's very unlucky with them. Kane was thinking, putting them wide as well on Thursday. Just went, this um, is not going to happen. This, this, this third goal. Those, those attempts he had on goal, I think, Everyone should have been low and hard across the six-yard line. Yeah. Uh, and he, you, you've got a chance of a rebound or anything then. Yeah. Uh, deflection. Um, but, uh, no, it, it was very frustrating, very frustrating. And obviously, Sun, there was a chance that Sun had it. Was it still 2-1 when he went I through? Think, I think Sky, was, I think, skied over the bar. I think the ball's still in orbit. I think that was what, after, Shocking. Just after they, yeah. just, yeah, Was it just after? Just after Maybe it was 2 all. I mean, again, we're pushing forward. Dyer sort of... Try to play the offside, but out of I mean, no, sorry, the other way around. Out of was trying to play the offside. Dar wasn't, and then the ball came back, sort of hit his ass and went in again. Another typical goal mm. we concede in Europe, especially. Yeah, we just go, oh, you know, and that was it. I mean, you know, looking as a whole, uh, Mark, it's been a really, really poor European campaign from start to finish. I, I know we don't have enough money to sort of warrant it on and maybe last few years Europa League we've sort of got to quarterfinals sometimes semi-finals we had the glorious run with we, Harry um, uh, Champions League but this was poor since, wasn't it have we gone backwards in Europe since since then at the moment this team's not good enough to compete in Europe I think I don't know if you agree something. I just think we don't have a strong enough squad to rotate for and we've, certain we've got games. 60 we 70 don't. million on the bench yeah. it's the wrong 60 yeah. 70 million um, yeah, I well, just Sissoko is looking like a, a nightmare yeah. by with every passing game. Well, you look at this, you know, the, the two latest signings, you know, Sissoko and Janssen, hmm. two that haven't worked for the, what, nearly £50 million. Pounds. And you know, Kudos. Could have that been, yeah, Nakuda, could that been used to have gone out and, and got someone with big wages who wanted, you know, what sort of Kane and Luisa on and, and got them in? Would that made a, a a big difference in this European campaign. I mean, we're talking about Stoke game. We, you know, no one's going to, you know, play instead of Harry Kane at the moment up front. But, you know, it's sort of... It's it's a, I don't understand what... It seems totally sort of counterintuitive that Spurs have been so bad in Europe because because we play sort of a possession-controlling game. You kind of think it's suited to European football. Mm. But we just picked off so easily but I think that the, they're just so much better than your average English teams but do you think seems. but do you think it is the Wembley pitch so much I mean again the last time we had a, in the Champions League was well the only time in the Champions League was I was a Harry Redknapp and there were some wonderful games at White Hart Lane we all remember the um, Inter Milan game and, and, and various mm. other matches even the young boys in the, when we had to get back in the second yeah. leg but we, and we were <coughs> awful away from home in that camp like, well, apart from yeah. the win in San Yeah, and the sort of comeback and the, in the first and the second yeah. so we're four down, four, three. But 
you know, maybe there's a lot to say there for Wembley. It's slightly different. That's a bigger pitch. And I mean, saying that they made a big thing about they got a pitch at the training ground the size of Wembley. They're practicing on it, so it's kind of two messages coming out, really, isn't it? Um, I, I really don't know, but but I'm seriously concerned about next season. Mm. Um, I, I mean, West Ham at the moment are yep. looking forward more to their away games and playing at home. Mm. It's gone wrong for them um, there. Um, I, I don't know. Milton Keynes, we discussed this before, but... Uh, well, they, I think they've got to make a decision by the end of... It's coming up soon, this, isn't it? Certainly by the end of the month at the latest, they've got to tell Wembley, because um, they've also got to announce probably reasonably soon how they're going to do season tickets, what the cost is going to be, all that. Because a lot of admin to work out. It's like mm. starting a brand new stadium yeah. to see the 30,000, whatever, season ticket holders. They need to spell check Wembley as well. They'll the be posters. doing... Presumably they'll be offering a one-season... I don't know. There must be I offering, think a offering a one-season season, rest, season ticket. Will that be a one-season? Then you then automatically then get chance to get into the new stadium. Who knows? All this is we've got to mm. find out about. But again, it'd be interesting how they price it right. Mm. And if you sort of take the basis that, I mean, they're, they're, well, they I can't see them dropping prices, but there's, I can't see them increasing for Wembley because they want to sell sixty, seventy thousand season tickets. Another. Well, I don't know how, how many season, Wembley. How many times Wembley are allowed to open for that capacity? For that capacity that there was yeah. some question mm. that it's only, I heard it was only 20 times a year, and that's including yeah. pop concerts yeah. and the like because of uh, you know, residents and traffic and upheaval. But I did, did you hear about Daniel Levy and the cranes? Well, he really bought them. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I thought that was wonderful. And I thought that he's going to make four million off the cranes, 16 million for Bentley. That's 20 yeah. million. <laughs> we get a halfway decent striker for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, so obviously, it was very disappointing out of Europe. I and mean, again, you, know, you look at the teams <coughs> still in it. We would have got uh, Ghent versus mm. Tottenham. United have got Genk. the long... Genk, Genk sorry. Easily <laughs> so, so done. confused by all <laughs> um, United have got a long trip as one we wanted to avoid it. But, you know, you look at most of the teams in here and go, you know what, there's no teams you go on, no chance. So no, we could have gone one. further, but, I mean... But history, you, history tells uh, us we'd have picked one of those half-decent... <laughs> we'd have got them in the quarters of the yeah. semis and found a way to go mm. out on penalties. That's, yeah. that's the Tottenham way but that was why you know moving forward well, let's, we'll, we'll move forward about the Stoke game actually just after this, this very quick break hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no. That's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star second across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk And we're back in the room. Thank you for those messages. Um, <coughs> Stoke yesterday, very important game after the disappointment of the European campaign. 
um, Arsenal not playing, not Manchester United not playing, Man City mm. not playing. It really was a game we got to win. And, you know, Stoke, we know exactly what that... I mean, obviously, we've got a very good recent record against them. But even still, it's been very interesting to see how we started. But... I mean, what a first half, Mark. What, what, Tremendous, what a first it? half. It was like medication after yeah. Thursday because I was so low. I was so low. And uh, at one point I said I was giving my season tickets back. So I've dropped, I've dropped I'm in this group, the Grinch's dog uh, group, WhatsApp group. And I, I, I pulled out of there and uh, I was in a terrible state for 48 hours. And then I was back there, half past one. Like, and someone, <laughs> someone saw me outside the Bell and Hair and said, yeah. I thought you'd given it. I thought yeah. you... No, so yeah. I was back Can't there and it was you. fantastic. Just what I needed. Just, yeah. just what we all needed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now the others are paying catch up now. Yeah. But you it was know, funny, Simon, because they're talking about, all oh, you know, you can't play Thursday, Sunday. We went out and played exactly the same team. Mm. No sign of fatigue. Mm. It just shows you it's all a load of nonsense, that argument, if you're a professional footballer, I think. You know, well, we it, went out there and absolutely, I mean, that first 45 minutes was, was wonderful. It's interesting because it's, they always talk about mentality. Mm. And you always want, you, I was trying to think, well, what does that actually mean? And I do wonder sometimes if, if the manager, you know, you're preparing for a game and you're thinking so much about the tactics, the, the sort of the game you're going to play it's probably quite easy to start a match and the first 10 minutes be so busy thinking about everything else that you forget to just fly into tackles and just run around and harass and that's what they you know from the start you just sense they were they were at it against but also on paper I mean, you saw the Stoke team Mark there's some right old lumps there, was, in there. <laughs> it was Charlie Adams and yeah. Anadovic and there was Wheel I mean there was some really awful Short, Short cross. Cross. He's massive. You saw, you know, they're going to snuff Kane out here, mm. and then you know we're going to be slightly blow apart where, where the girls come from. But our front three, technically this time, Ali, Kane, yeah. and Eriksson, mm. that was the best I've seen in players of three for a long time. I think Eriksson he made a couple of lovely dribbles, beating two mm. and three men going through. I'm finding Dembele is going a bit sideways. Yeah. I've, I've not seen too many killer through balls, mm. uh, defence splitting balls. But um, no, no, it was a, it was a joy. that. But the three at the back as well, he's gone straight back to the three in the back when he could. Yeah. Um, so I think now that's kind of, so would you think that's now his, his favoured defensive formation? Yeah, I think it's got to be. Even with it, Davis, who obviously doesn't bombs forward as Walker, but I thought it was very, very solid. Yes, he looks much better as a wing back than he does as a left back. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> Which is quite sad when you think about it. But um, I think it's got to be the, the the formation going forward, just because it suddenly it just seems to open up the pitch, mm. and you're getting your key players like Ali and Eriksson in positions where you can hurt yeah. your position. Whereas sometimes when it's the four two three one, it can all feel a bit stodgy and a bit static. Mm. And yeah. you know when. You know, as I said before, I love Pochettino, but when we're when we're bad in that four two three three one, it does sort of remind me of those mm. last few days of AVB when it just was so slow, and you don't see where the goal's coming from. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to three at the back, and suddenly it's you know you're yeah. smashing four in before half time. Absolutely. And Mark, I mean, let's talk about the Harry Kane goals. Obviously, the first one was you know just instinct, really, just to sort of you know bang into the corner. Did you see the the defender kind of? Back heel, yeah, so back heel that teed up. For unfortunate, but that him. was brilliant. But the second one, the second was, one, I was just watching it again today. Mm. It, was le- it was his left left foot, and he was leaning backwards. Amazing technique, amazing talents was was. Uh, and it's funny yeah. because we obviously fans of a certain age will remember the Tottenham corner with the Sheringham coming short, and that was really unusual because no other team did it. 
But this was like, I'd never seen this team do anything like that. The fact he was sort of unmarked, standing on the edge of the box. But even still, it was a wonderful technique, wonderful village. Mm, yeah. And that was game over, really, I think. even For, you know, it's very rare to say it's a Spurs fan. It's game over at 2-0. But really then you just thought, this is, this is you know, here we go. And again, even, even the free kick was a slightly unusual free kick for us to take. Yeah. Normally, Ericsson would try himself or dig yeah, one was, in. They did it a couple of times. Yeah, they, they little, tried little that roll, one. Just roll a, forward, very yeah. sort of old-fashioned, that, just yeah. roll and have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, all, it's, it's maybe symptomatic of just the confidence returning. Yeah. They suddenly thought, oh, well, we can try stuff. Yeah. Which is great to see. I know that Harry, like, I can always tell when I've totally fallen in love with a Tottenham player because I turn into my mother and every time anyone goes to like tackle them I'm like you get off him leave him alone and I used to get it with Berbatov yeah. all the time and he was particularly susceptible to sort of going down and staying down for yeah. you know 10 seconds and I'd be in a panic mm. but okay, he's just so hard mm. and then turning provider for oh, that lovely touch, ball beautiful for, touch that, over that, was, that was Berbatov against yeah. Charlton that t- was, the that flick, flick round and yeah. oh yeah, my, yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. And a great, a great finish from Ali as well. Yeah. He's missed some scissors this season, but that one he really It was going high. Put in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Luckily in the room. And what, it was great. I mean, the second half in fairness, Stoke had a right old go. They had one chance in the first half from Crouch. A couple of sort of chances in the second half. Good defending. And it was actually, obviously we wanted to score more goals, but it was nice to see us not sort of, you know, find, end up winning 4-2 or 4-3. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were it, solid. It was, we, we can kill a game you know, now. And, a, and, and a, you know, the, the, again, the stats, great home record now. Is it eight, eight on the spin, uh, best mm. again since the Harry Redknapp era. Mm. Um, and now Harry Kane, the first Tottenham player to score three successive 20-plus goals per mm-hmm. season since Jimmy Greaves, which is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. You know, that's a good sort of, what, nearly 50 For years stat? Year, yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. When you think D- about the strikers Chibis who've had didn't, there. Obviously, didn't, no, obviously didn't, not. No, no. Just John Duncan, I thought. There was a few players who just fell short of that. Yeah. And again, he missed six games through injury. Hmm. So his joint top scorer would have been way ahead if he wasn't injured for six yeah, games. Incre- incredible. But doesn't look, I think he really needed that rest. I, I said at the time, I think this rest in a way will do him good as long as the other strikers will, you know, step in, which largely they didn't. But, um, an amazing record. But looking Hatchets at those injuries and, and we're still second, he, he, he's, yeah. uh, he's great stuff. Yeah. Mm. Really is one wonders if, you know, we hadn't have had uh, Kane out, would we be a lot nearer Chelsea? Because I don't think they're good enough to be that far clear. Yeah. To be honest. I think you're right. I, I, I think the 10 points is, is too far. I can't see them effectively losing at least 25% of their games, Chelsea. No. I can't see it. Um, but then going forward for the rest of the season, obviously we now go back to the effectively one game a week, obviously the, apart from the FA Cup games coming up. Um, that's got to be a, a huge advantage now with this relatively small squad. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really wary of saying this because mm. I'm... <laughs> <Is> <laughs> I that, um, luck- luckily there's so, much, there's so much wood in this <laughs> Shoreditch <laughs> warehouse. Yeah. Um, Looking, I was looking through the fixtures, and there's not that, there's not that many games you look at and that is, you're, there are, you're scared of. You printed them out. I mean, you know, we, we know apart from United and Arsenal at home, last two home games ever at White Burnley Hart, away, West Ham away, always up for it. Mm. We're not playing any other teams in the top six. Mm. We're playing teams at the bottom. Uh, you know, the, these are this season the teams we have been putting away. The problem this season mm. has been not winning apart from Chelsea and a couple of us, not winning against the teams around us. Yeah. Man City we did, but then, then we drew. Um, 
So absolutely. And, and the teams around us have still got to play each other a bit. There is a chance of cementing... Well, we'd be gutted now if we didn't finish top four. If Liverpool, United, who, you know, obviously United were in a great run, go on a big run. But we, basically, all we've got to do is just effectively keep doing what we're doing. If we lost two, three games, then I think we'd be out of the top four. So it's still very tight. We can't just rest on our laurels here. It's still very tight, but, um, but as I say, you, it, it's better that the others are playing. Best catch, goal difference than all the teams around far, us. far above. Yeah. You know? Which is, again, so unusual. Yeah. The last couple of seasons we've had that, which is, you know, so unusual for Tottenham. You do feel as well that, you know, some managers, the, you, they say the same thing and it all feels, starts to feel a bit empty. Mm. I'm sounding like a real fanboy, but you do get the sense that when he's pissed off about something, he goes into the training ground and he absolutely hammers it. And there is generally a reaction. There's an improvement. Mm. Mm. And that just gives you confidence, doesn't it? They they said more more of a a discussion after Mm. uh, after the game. There was apparently a big, you know, (coughs) cuddly... Discussion, mm. I think, but but Kane's interview today on on um, Spurs TV, he said they kind of rested those, those days um, between Thursday and Sunday. Mm. Lots of swimming, uh, cold water baths, uh, just light workout in the gym. Not too much ball work, so they didn't do. Well, pretty, the players have said that he's he's um, kicked back on the training compared to last season mm. when we absolutely did run out of steam and we all kind of knew it because historically it's how Pochettino has been. So I think Pochettino's learnt himself. Mm. And I think, you know, look at the bigger picture, and I think why Pochettino maybe particularly was so annoyed about going out. We know this current team to be considered one of the great Spurs sides. It's got to win something, you know. And I think Pochettino, looking at himself, looking at his further career, and he won't be at Spurs all his career, obviously, who end up managing a Real Madrid or Barcelona, yeah. one of the big Italian teams. None of these massive teams are going to look at a manager until they've won something as well. Very few managers no, are signed that's right, until yeah. they've won, you know, you, you know most, most football chairman owners aren't football people. They'll be put a CV in front of them, won this, won that, got to this final. It's so important that this team wins something. Do you think, Simon, with the FA Cup, do you think this is possible this season? Obviously, there's still, the big teams are still in it. Yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be a dream if I have. I just cannot... I can't get ahead of myself about Spurs and Cup competitions anymore because... Well, he's not going to play a weakened team now against Millwall now, is he? He's not going to because we've got other games. No, and you, you, but it's, it's just that, you know, it's, I've lost to Arsenal in mm. semi-final, or we've lost to Arsenal in semi-final and I just don't want to do it again. The semi-finals at Wembley, we have a the new Wembley, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Terrible record. Yeah, and everything we that's happened this have, season does not... I remember going to Spurs, 87 was the first time we ever lost... Oh, sorry, 82 in the League Cup was the first time we'd ever lost at Wembley. Liverpool. You know, it was the Liverpool 3-1 yeah, yeah, after yeah, being yeah. a goal up. So we had an amazing record. But, you know, maybe then you can argue the fact we played games at Wembley this season might help us if, if we get to that semi, which I've just got a feeling is going to be against the scum I've just got this feeling yeah. it's going to be another Tottenham Arsenal semi-final two, two Chelsea in the final semis, and then though. Chelsea in the final it's I guess I'm trying to protect myself from, from the <laughs> we pain we all are I can't, I can't allow myself to hope but the City like Wembley either yeah well I think they've got a better record there than you Wembley than we have I think any team's got a better record mm. than we have mm. given the teams that have never been there you know uh, before we um, look forward to uh, another home game of the weekend um, just a reminder now tickets are now on sale for our 
well, it's normally the end of season, but we're actually doing it just before um, the season, well, a couple of weeks before the season finishes, on Wednesday, May the 10th at the Hunter Club. Our very special guest, we mentioned already on the show tonight, Harry Redknapp. We've got Harry Redknapp joining us on Spurs Show Live. So it's going to be a fascinating chat, looking back at the Gareth Bale years, Champions League, effing runabout a bit. You know, with so many questions we've got for him and what happened to him at Levy, why he left, what happened there, yeah. or, you know, and I, you know, from what I've heard, he doesn't have an edit button. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll answer <laughs> stuff quite straight. Tickets are already flying out, and I, I do mean that, although it's not till May. So go to live.spurshow.net and make sure you grab your tickets for uh, that wonderful evening. Um, you're a Harry fan. Were you both Harry fans? I mean, you, you, you fondly remember those days, don't you? They were. I, I went to the Milan, the 1-0 in, in a Milan, which was just wonderful. Um, one of my greatest nights. But the, yeah, uh, yeah the, there was a lot of camaraderie there, wasn't there? And Joe Jordan added yes, something to the mix. Yes. Didn't he? I, I thought, yeah. Um, no love dips. There was some beautiful football mm. played. I think it was um, probably because, Simon, when, when Radnap took over, it was under after our last um, win, League Cup win under Ramos. Hmm. And then after that League Cup, we had an awful end of the season. Started off really bad. And famously, <coughs> two points we got for the first eight games. He was good that Harry never, me- he never mentioned it, though, did he? He never mentioned it, never mentioned it. And then when he sort of took over, you know, most fans who would have gone, oh, he's not Spurs, although he started his career at Spurs as a, in the youth team. But he used we were to so, watch Spurs. He used to watch Spurs yeah, as yeah. well. We were so desperate for someone to get us out of that predicament we were in. And that was it. And the very fact that well, the second game was the 4-4 away to Arsenal and these extraordinary games. The majority of fans, probably most fans, just took him to our hearts because the football we played whereby it was just wonderful to watch, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember that game, actually, you know, it's the game against Newcastle where yeah. I think he... Well, like, Great. Where, had he just been cleared from his, or his dog had been cleared? Uh, yeah, he, and, that's uh, right. It all happened. Exactly. And it suddenly, it before, it like, before we is... got, before we thought he, was, well, we thought we thought he was got the England job. Yeah, he was going to be England. Thought, at the end this of is the... going to be his last game, and we went out five nil, Sahar, whatever. A wonderful performance, and it all felt like things were, you know, yeah. on the up. And then, obviously, at the end of that season, it sort of it all went downhill. It all mm. went downhill. You know. I think it, Harry was always, a, he was one of those managers that's slightly a victim of his own success yeah absolutely in that he he got us to the Champions League he gets you to a certain level and I think you know the whole point is the part of his charm is this harem scarum there doesn't seem to be too much of a plan but and fans, then you get to that level and all of a sudden we'll be doing this show in 10 see years so I remember at the time you got fans going oh, he can't take us to the next level we said the same about Martin Yole you know, Martin Yo, oh, you know, we got into the, you know, your, what was the NUA for Cup or whatever. He can't take us to the next level. This is not fans' level. And it's like, but, you know, apart from very few occasions, we've never been at that level. Wait, so it's not like, you what know, is what, what, level is, what level is this? But po- Pochettino, <laughs> I don't think anyone has those concerns because he's, he's got that sort of slight, it's, I suppose it's a technocratic thing, isn't it? Yeah. But it's this aim, like, slightly higher ambition or, like Martin Yo, you hear stuff, in hindsight, like Rafa Honigstein, I remember he he just said a few What's things. That? I don't I know that story. He just basically <laughs> made out that Manuel's a total chancer. Right. <laughs> don't we love a chancer? But we're beyond the chances now. That's yeah. the beauty of Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. We've we've moved past the chances. You know, we're we real. Had, um, but you know, we had a, you know like, like we have now. We had a real team spirit there. You know, you hear about this and that. Oh, you know, what we're asking on the night. 
<coughs> was Bale we going to loan him to Nottingham Forest? What happened here and there with certain players and all that? But, you know, <coughs> the proof's there. First manager to get us in the Champions League. That run, that those, those games when we, after that Portsmouth semi-final defeat, <coughs> when we beat Arsenal and Chelsea in a week at White Hart Lane was mm. just... And then going up to, you know, the big spending Man City and going up there and beating them 1-0 onto crowd. Wonderful days mm. that none of us, no, no Spurs fans out there, will ever forget. Yeah, you know, really, so we've got a lot really to thank great. you for, you know. Um, don't forget all our links to our Twitter feed and Facebook and our free iPhone and Android apps where you get the, our show downloaded automatically uh, to your phone. Everything is at spurshow.net. Right, this weekend, uh, another sort of weird lunchtime Sunday game. Mm. Another game, well, I assume it's live. Another live <coughs> on TV. And probably a tougher, uh, a tougher game. Everton at home, um, who are sort of very up and down season. Very good manager. Um, very good striker up front, Lukaku. This is going to be a tough mm. one. This is going to be a tougher, just tougher re- game, isn't it, Simon? Mm. You think? The, the fear is that it's one of those very tight, gritty nil-nils mm. and you just come away sort of grateful that you haven't lost it but at the same time very frustrated that you couldn't nick a goal that would be the sort of because you know Kane has obviously been scoring the hat-tricks and has you know when he, he's one of those he seems to be a bit streaky this season in terms of when he hits a run mm. he'll score a few in a, in a row and then have a bit of a barren patch if we can get a, a 1-0 Kane scoring you know after 70 minutes that would be that would God, be the dream I, could, I couldn't handle that but I mean, Mark, I, mean <laughs> I mean if we play anything like we played against Stoke surely we should blow well, them away as well they they, uh, they struggled to get a one-all draw with Stoke the other week Everton mm. and you know we were on a different planet yesterday I heard, you, you know as I said Lukaku he's just he's just re-signed hasn't he so oh has he I didn't know I, that I, I'm surprised to hear that has he okay. and, yeah I'm sure I read okay, that I didn't, didn't know he re-signed and um, you, you know so he's he's going to be settled but I can't see his getting well they got the bat they've still got what's I his can't name see his getting um, what's his name he's played for England been there for years they got, they got Williams and Jagielka yeah yeah I don't know. Funes Mori was a very sharp yeah, side guy. I think, I mean, obviously there was the sort of um, out of Eld and Vertonghen going out, which the team said it was precaution. But out of Eld, I absolutely felt something and went, I felt something, I'm going to go off. Have you, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen, I haven't heard anything that. now. I mean, I, and I think Vertonghen more because he's been out for a while. I think that was more because he's played two games in succession mm-hmm. <coughs> more than anything. It was actually quite nice to see they actually brought Vimmer on rather than we're bringing on, oh, let's yeah, change definitely. this around, let's go back to four. He's obviously now, rest of the season, let's keep to this system. Yeah. Game a week, let's let's see where we could end up now, I think. Hopefully, you know, I mean, you know, we just want to improve on last season. That's all you can kind of ask for, isn't it? Just want to see an improvement, um, you know? I think, it, I just say, if we did come third again, Given that the level of the mm. whole league has gone up, yeah. I think that you could argue argue that that is an improvement. Yeah, even though it's the same position. Well, we sort of hung on for third in the end. We were glad of third. Well, we were, we were shooing for second in. until the last uh, game yes. of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, no one seems to suspect. But, but you know, there was a danger that we could get a little left behind this season. I said, well, a lot of people, a lot of fans said we've blown it. That was our best chance. Guardiola's coming in, Mourinho's coming in, Arsenal will buy more players, and you know, and, and yes, they all have. Again, and yeah, we've yeah, we've, yeah. we've stepped up again with, I mean, let's face it, with new players that came in, there's only Wanyama that's come in and made a difference. Yeah, um, and what a difference, you know, and, and, and what yes. a difference there. 
it's the same team that are now beginning to mature together and have all now signed extended contracts. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless some silly money bid comes in, they're all going to be there next season. But, uh, I mean, what happens if a bid comes in for a hundred and, you know, 120 grand a week? For who? A sort for, of Deli Alley for, Walker? Yeah, yeah, for, for Louise Kane. I mean, um, that, that's the worrying thing. And, th- and then your contract means nothing. It's, it's, always the, it's always the worry, but I just think, if you're a Spurs man like Kane, you want to run out on that new pitch at White Hart Lane. Surely you want to sort of go, I was there and all that. <clears throat> you know, Luis, you know, look, we need to get the Champions League. We, we know that why Bale went, Modric went and all that. They wanted Champions League football. And that was, you mm. know, very season. Yeah. We, we, we couldn't offer it. So that's why it's so important that, that we finish top four game and again you look in our run you look at the running we've got coming up you know um, Everton at home Palace will be postponed mm-hmm. don't know when yeah. Southampton at home Burnley away who are safe Swansea away Watford at home Bournemouth at home Leicester away the Scum at home West Ham away United at home Hull away who could could be down by then I mean yeah. Can I just say one thing about really. getting Champions League football, mm. which I think is the greatest misnomer and a great cover for more money. Because we've got Champions League football and it didn't help us buy anyone. Yeah, because <laughs> so this is the like, way structure. This is the Daniel Levy. This is what we pay. I'm not paying that. There was always talk about Mane coming into too much money. We know, well, look, we know, well, I've been told that we have lost out on targets that Pochettino wanted because of wages. Hmm. Paul Mitchell left because he couldn't bring certain players in and thought, you're paying me to do this certain job. I can't do it. I'm out. So we still know those kind of problems haven't gone away. Yeah. And we are fighting. We're, you know, we're punching above our weight on structure, waste structure, and what we've laid out, net <coughs> spend. We are doing better than we should be doing in the league. All fans know that. And most certain fans are very frustrated that we should be having the bigger players and kicking on and getting a marquee signing. Who knows next season we get in the Champions League and they finally get a, a naming rights deal done on the stadium, which brings all the money in, plus more Sky money kicks in. That They do go out and buy a, a, a world in and pay him, you know, silly um, money. Well, it'll, be, it'll, be typical, it'll be typical Spurs that just as we get, you know, the naming rights, the Sky money, everything like that, <laughs> that's when China comes along yeah, well. so the player that we I mean, might have been finally now, able to buy after the mistake with Janssen and Soldado you think now they will go out and buy another striker in the close season who's a proven yeah. ideally I'd say premiership striker but even more so a proven striker in let's say an Italian league or wherever where you know games are really tight and he's gone out look at this Gabardini for the Southampton just bought mm. he's what, played two games it's tremendous you know, I mean, did we look at this kind of player? You know, I mean... Well, Southampton are masters, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know what, what they've got. That, and we've kind of poached everyone. Mm. And then they're doing it... I mean, Levy made the statement, we want to be like Southampton <laughs> um, with, with, with their regime. Um, and they just seem to do it time and time again, mm. no matter what changes of staff there are in management or backroom staff, they seem to keep churning them out. Yeah. And any other position you'd like to then, then see strength and Simon? Anything else you think we, we def- desperately need? I mean, I've, I'm really interested in the young Sessegnon at Fulham. He's a fullback. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Davis just doesn't feel quite like 
it, it's too much of for a the step new, down. For the system that we now think we're going to, that Pochettino wants to go on and play. Well, for both le- <coughs> left back and left wing back, mm. I feel like there is the potential to upgrade there. Mm. But it's always this tricky thing. You know, you want to go out and buy a proven striker, but they're not going to get in ahead of Kane. Mm-hmm. so who's going to come to play but again if you fiddle? are in Champions League Europa League the games keep coming thick and fast I mean the other position Mark I, I, I sort of think we, we touched on before is that Ericsson position <clears throat> the playmaker when Ericsson is having those games where he's not playing well to be able to bring someone in hmm. like an Isco or whatever and <coughs> in a way just bring them on who, who, who's about and, and have we got anyone who because we, we've been really naive in the transfer market We've, we just don't seem to have that world knowledge I mean you know City all of a sudden turn up with Jesus I mean, unbelievable where's he come from Is yeah um, we don't seem to have that knowledge mm. I don't know yeah it's curious because then you you look at the Ali deal and they stole a march on everyone and it's sometimes I think it's about t- just taking the plunge it's isn't timing it? and, and taking the plunge and going what's you know what's it going to cost what's he want what do you reckon and a manager going I really, really want him and all that, as opposed to players thrust upon a manager, hmm. which we've had over the years, where he goes, I don't rate him, I don't want him. I mean, certain players that have come in and just disappeared <coughs> really quickly, that was always the, 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 the uh, argument level against Spurs. Who's actually making the purchases? Who, who's who's putting these like, players in? To use the Gabbiadini example at, at Southampton, I think Gabbiadini and Son are probably very similar players. And if Son was playing for another Premiership team, when he's yeah. on form, yeah. you know, like when it against Man City and um, against Middlesbrough, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh, what? we need to get, we need to get that yeah. guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, again, we are slightly a victim of our own level. You know, yeah. we are just playing at a higher level than we've ever really done before. Yeah. And so it's you get if you're not up to it, you get exposed. And, yeah. You know, Sissoko, thirty million. Yeah. He, well, I don't think it was all in one go. They said there's money for Andrews Townsend, Townsend apparently. So I don't think it was all in one go. I heard it's instalments of five, six million. So anyway, I hope it's over <coughs> thirty years. Modric, yeah. <laughs> As I always say, it's not my money. You know, <laughs> when it comes down to it. Um, so, quick prediction, Mark, for the Everton game on Sunday. What do you think it will be? Oh, I think a three-one. I think three-one to Tottenham. Yes, yeah. yeah just I think add it, that. I th- yeah. Yes, <laughs> I think Everton will score. I think they'll right. score, but I think three-one comfortable. I absolutely can't see it being a huge problem. Fair enough for Simon. Nil, nil. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> nil, nil. Unbelievable. Um, well, okay, before we go, Simon, anything you want to plug? Anything you've got coming out that you want people to tune into? Or I, I would uh, very much like to plug This Country, mm-hmm. which is the brand new comedy series on BBC Three. Right. And repeated on BBC One after Match of the Day. Oh, they are. Nice. There are three episodes already available on iPlayer. <coughs> and it's, I'm obviously biased, but it really is properly funny okay we'll check that out and Mark uh, oh I've got a massive gig Friday night in Where's that? Tottenham Heartland South, oh, Southgate oh okay Where, what club's that uh, I think it's called the Electric Mouse okay um, and besides it's name it is a big club trust right. me uh, it's on with Hal Cruttenden and that. Mike Wilmot fantastic um, three of us uh, Gary Coleman's MC and runs a club mm-hmm. that'll be uh, be fantastic I think it's about 200 Great. Well, anyone living Friday in night. around the Southgate area, go and check that out. I've got a few nights. I've got my Barry from Watford night back on March the 15th at the 100 Club and a new night, the comedy happening with Jeff Innocent on the 16th at the Albany. I'll put all the details on our Facebook and Twitter page in case some of you can come along. Gentlemen, thank you so much. We've done a slightly longer uh, show for us, which is nice. We've time Has to sort been? of 
Well, yeah, we normally, we normally hit like 32 minutes. How long was that, Antonio? 43. 42. Oh, it's close. See? <laughs> Always <laughs> close. Flew by. Always flew close. By. There we are. So uh, slightly more for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, see you all next week. Come on, you Spurs. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.